Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I am Matthew Parlay is killing it this year. These are guaranteed wins. I'm going to take Arizona over San Fran. Whoa. Daniel Jones over Patrick Mahomes at home? Are we going to take care of the business? I don't have Channing Crowder with me or Ocho Cinco or Freaky Fred, but I do have Nagin. We call her Nene. She does all of our social media. Week 11, I am Athlete Parlay. What is the I am Athlete Parlay? It's three for sure bets. Detroit at Cleveland. That's going to be a big one. Baker Mayfield, no Odell Beckham Jr. This kid's on a mission. Cleveland's going to get it done. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee, no king. But it's okay. They got A.J. Brown. They got Julio Jones. Make sure you pick that one. And the last one, how can you go against the GOAT Tom Brady? The Giants in Tampa. You know the GOAT's going to get it done. He's about 55. That's I Am Athlete Week 11 Parlay. Go to JackKings.com, promo code ATHLETE. You said that one. Get your bets on. <laughs> DraftKings.com is the sports book. I Am Athlete is the platform. Parlay, I Am Athlete all day. Promo code ATHLETE. Let's get it. Listen, bro, there's not 32 guys better than me. Mm. Put it like that. So if you're asking me, like, bro, I'm not 32. Can't see that I'm winning, it's harder to watch. I'm setting the stage, you should give me my props. You ain't got no soul, you lacking the spirit. You talk out your neck, yeah, that's me. If you're good as a pit crew, if you're a top five crew member, no matter what happens, you're always going to be that athlete. You sound like Ocho. You always gonna be sound like Ocho. Hey, dude. Yeah, don't it? So who's beast mode? Well, I'm sitting next to one right now because he's in position to win every week. It's not the parking lot 500 where you have good times at practice, but when you have a chance to win, can you perform? That's why football players were brought in here. Right. Basketball players were brought in here because they were mechanics before. So let's bring some guys in who's used to handling pressure. I've won every place I've been. I don't gotta say much. I ain't the loudest person in the room, but I ain't the quietest either, but how you see me move, how you see my swag and approach to anything I do is a winning mindset. It ain't a fluke. It ain't luck. You know what I'm saying? It's a mindset. That's just what it's about. I'm a winner.
like all y'all do is get criticized for, for ups. Y'all don't get no credit. I ain't heard, <laughs> bro. All love, and I heard y'all two of the oh, best. Yeah. I done read the Bible, no. but I heard Jeff Gordon, Joe Gibbs, the names y'all work with. Yeah. I heard them, but nobody, folks don't know y'all's names. Right, and y'all right, saying right. y'all are just as important as the driver. Right, right. You can't go into this profession wanting credit, can you? Nah, nah. And it's crazy because I feel like that's why it was, it was kind of why I got into the sport. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, growing up in Baltimore, I would have never thought I'd be on a NASCAR professional pit crew. Did you watch um, it? Never watched a race in my life. Never knew nothing about it. The closest track is like Dover, Delaware to me. <laughs> but I knew nothing about it, so. You, you probably spent most of your time running from Omar. Man, hey, <laughs> hey, for real. Nah, nah. Rest in peace, man, to my guy. Yeah. But yeah, man, the, you, you talk about Omar and the wire. Like, so to, to think a kid growing up in Baltimore from right. the projects, I never thought I'd be in NASCAR. And uh, to be here doing it, that's why I think I did it. I always wanted to be different because just like us as grown up sitting here talking about stuff, we had those conversations as kids, like, yo, we got to make it out the hood mm-hmm. by any means. Like, how do we do it? You know what I'm saying? So whether that was hooping, uh, Which football. Which you played ball? Yeah, I played basketball, yeah. Yeah, I went to Dunbar High School out of Baltimore. Uh, a lot of success. Sam Gassell went there. Um, uh, uh, a lot of big big names. I heard uh, Skip Wise, a lot of guys like that. Um, Undefeated, you're a champion. Yeah, man. That's so, why you're used to winning. That's why you do well at Joe Gibbs because Joe Gibbs only wants people who are used to winning or to develop those to get them used to it because you come right out the box winning there. No doubt. You know, so, I mean, that's an advantage at the same time. It's a curse starting out. Well, Joe Gibbs got it because Joe Gibbs, we're talking about Hall of Fame coach. Yes. And he won two Super Bowls. Right. Is it two Super Bowls? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he understands, you know, the psyche of an athlete competition, you know, bringing those athletes out, where, yep. you know, from where they come from. You know, because they're wired a little differently, like it's life or death, right? So, well, coach, coach motto is uh, you win with people. Yeah. And I thought that was real interesting when I heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back, what I was saying was, as far as a culture standpoint, the reason I got into NASCAR is because I was always told growing up, you got to play NFL, you got to go to NBA to make it out of the hood. So I love what I'm doing now, and I try to share it on social media is, there's other avenues, yeah. you know, there's analysts, there's so much stuff. And I feel like these conversations are sitting there. That's a big thing for the culture is to explain to our youth that there's other ways. So, because what happens when you fall short of the league, you know where they end up, right? Yeah, back, back, in, back in the, on the block. Back in the hood. So that's why I felt like I took this route to get into the sport. And you talk about winning. Yes, I won in high school state championship, junior college national championship. Undefeated, 36 and 0. And in NASCAR <laughs> too. And, I, and that's I, why he's winning in NASCAR because that came, shows. And you want NASCAR. winners. This isn't yeah. a halfway yeah. house no. where it's just. Arizona. You yeah, know, you got to think about that. You win. He Brandon Marshall him. He right. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk. Hey, <laughs> let me. My guy. So I'm going to get it. No, my guy. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I like the, 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 I then going D1. High point, went in high back, point. back regular season That's championships. That's where it all started. Yeah. 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 High point, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. And then from that point, did you ever think that my journey that I've come, that I've traveled thus far, this is where I'm going to go? Because no one in this sport actually looks like me? No, nah, I had no idea, man. And it's just about connections and relationships. I was at high point, and, and once again, you go back to that winning statement, like it's Things are easier when you win. You know, we all went through probably phases of losing in our life. It's harder when you lose. But when we won, 
you had alumni coming up to me. Hey, yo, uh, hey, Ralph, you want to check out this NASCAR? I'm like, man, I'm going overseas or something at least. Like, you know, because that was instilled in my brain growing up, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm shunning the dude off for a while. One day I wound up eventually going up to, to Richard Childress and checking it out and was like, different. That's different. Just like how y'all intrigued now with the sport. I'm like, I ain't never seen nothing like this except for the Cheerios box with the car <laughs> on it. You feel me? So, so I'm like. Racing jackets. I'm like. And there was a lot of wars and stuff going on around 2014 overseas. I'm like, man, you know what? I might as well stay in my own country and try this NASCAR out. Went in, put my head down, grinded it out. <laughs> drove first race to Minnesota. Dude said, yo, you want, I got an opportunity for you. I'm, I'm grinding. But let me back up because when I got in the sport, I would ask dudes that's in my position now. I'm like, yo, you think I can get a little help? Like, show me how I jack this car? Nah, nah, man. You don't want to learn from me. Wow. Huh? Yeah, Vets ain't always gonna take you under their wing, bro. You're gonna you take go. that check. And there's so go. many checks to pass out. There you go. So, so uh, yeah, I just grinded and I passed those dudes so fast and I never forgot it. So that was the driving factor and the motivation for me. Um, I just needed the opportunity. How does this make you feel? Pioneer of Pit Road. All right, 2005, went over the wall for the first time and they deemed you pioneer of pit row because there wasn't too many African-Americans going over the wall at the time. How do you carry that? Well, at the time, in 2005, I didn't know because the pioneers of pit row were the black guys I saw, Coach Phil Horton at the time, Chris G at the time, you know, all the black guys who were doing it before me, and Coach Horton brought me in. So on the pit crew side, I didn't look at myself as a pioneer because I didn't care about bringing other athletes in at the time. I just wanted to shine. I was competing. Here I was, a football player, doing something that I could separate myself from all my other football players and be good at. I was a dime a dozen at linebacker. We all could run fast, hit hard. Big guys. You know, that was nothing unique. But putting on a tire in under a second, running around a car, they came up with rules because of me, you know, in NASCAR. That would have never happened in football. Tell us how you feel. Rule. Tell us how you feel. Rocco Rule. What is the Rocco Rule? I'm glad I got you. I'm glad yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah, you got us now. You don't mind around? Yeah. All right. I'm the rail wasn't bro. around at I'm this listening. time, but the Rocco Rule was when you're on an over-the-wall pit crew, you're over the wall, but you cannot do your job without support behind the wall crew, your tire catchers, your hose pullers. To do a pit stop in 12 seconds, you have to have everything work perfectly. We get penalized if you have an uncontrolled tire. Your tire hits the wall, it goes out, cars leave, car comes around back, all right? I prided myself on perfection. Like I would put my grade sheets up in the locker room so everybody would know, this is week 12, I have not made a mistake. Y'all get off my back type deal. So when I got penalized, I think it was 2014 for an uncontrolled tire because my tire catcher, I'm not gonna put his name out there, had the alligator arms. Yeah. You know, he tried to catch them, go boom, and you know, and the boom, bounce out. Right. Jeff Gordon had to come back in. Who are they looking at? It's not Jeff. It's me, black tire carrier Rocco, who thinks he's the who never messes up. He's the one who did it. See, we told you, piss me off. So, okay, it happened again. And after it happened again, I said, I'm going to control my own destiny. No more of relying on other people to, Get the job to shape done. my outcome. Yeah. So what I did, once I started bringing the tire back, I would bounce it at the headlight over the wall. I would bounce it. Like in mid-stride, I'd take the tire, boom, and I'm gone. And the tire's over the wall, and they catch it, or they don't. But there will never be an uncontrolled tire again. It worked for about six races. Commentator called it on TV. Oh, look at that tire care. What is he doing? And boom, tire's going six feet over the wall. Right, right. Next thing you know, you cannot 
tools and equipment have to come back to the wall in a controlled manner and cannot be thrown over the wall. The Rocco rule. The it is there. The Rocco rule. <laughs> and so, oh, and so is, like you said, black dude, one, you say you weren't the first, but no. one of the, one of the, the innovators. Slowest. What, the slowest. Right. I got you. So this black dude comes. He's very successful. Right. He's slamming I the tire it. in the ground, flipping it over the wall. Yes. You ain't get no pushback for that because th- this yes. was before you, bro. They was raising cars before you were born. I know, I know. You just you ain't get, you, it, it ain't getting no looks, no names, no... We had strong support. You know, like I said, Coach Horton brought us in, not just me, but five other football players. At the time, we were doing seven-man, six-man pit stops. Whatever, don't get me into that. But he brought in confident athletes in. So when we were at the track, you can do what you want, but you ain't going to say nothing to us. We were bigger, stronger, faster than everybody at the track. We would show up with our gear on. They won't beat nobody up, though, Rocco. No, now. but they wouldn't say anything <laughs> yeah. out loud. It was more of a behind-your-back thing. And, yes, you might get a fan to say a derogatory term, but at the end of the day, if you know they're doing that, you're doing something right. You know, why would you get mad about it? Put yourself in a situation. I call them sacrificial lambs. You know, they, they come at you wanting you to bite them and beat them. You know, so you're out the sport. They're gone. I mean, and they're back the next week. Thing, I got caught up like that. And the thing about it, though, much like in our sport, if, if, if it happens, if you do it and, it, and it's right, nobody's going to say a damn thing. 10-4. You know what I'm saying? But I got a question for Darrell. I want to relate it to football, like a, a, a phase of football. We have offense, defense, special teams. You guys have the driver, the car, and pit crew. Right. Are you guys more like the, the, the special teams Oh, that's a good question. Man, yeah, that's a real good question. Because you, you said yourself, Rocco, that if something happens, the driver isn't going to get the, mm-hmm. it's going to come back to you guys. Yes. And a lot of times in our sport, special teams, little do we know, special teams plays a huge, intricate part right. in our success. In my eyes, I don't think we're the special teams. I think it's just whether what they want to talk about as far as who was the hero, who was not the hero, or who's the, the person screwing up the outcome when they, you know, uh, they talk about it, basically. Um, I think we're very important, man. Much like special teams. Yeah, because like you get overlooked, but. Right, because when you do mess up, it is, you know, uh, they they blow it up or they say it's a pit crew fault, you know. Uh, It's gotten better and it's got, yeah, it's gotten better in times where they're saying the pit crew got them out first, but it's like the pit crew got them out first. It's not as blown up when they say, oh, they lost them the spot, they lost this race, It's, it's the pit crew, like. The, I think it should be equal, mm-hmm. the amount of respect or whatever you're given, whether you get them out first or uh, you, you mess up, you know, because you got to take it on the chin, but it should be equal. Richard um, Payne. Richard Payne was the chaplain at RCR who was at my high point games and basically brought mm-hmm. me into sport and, and showed me Richard Childers. And that mm-hmm. first race that you talked about when you said you went to Minnesota, I read something where it said you drove 16 hours for a couple hundred dollars. That was right, your first race. Bro, 16 hours, Brad gave me the uh, the opportunity. He said, man, you want <laughs> you want to go to a race? I said, yeah, man, I'm excited. He like, only kicker, you driving 16 hours in Minnesota, huh? I'm like, <laughs> for like $200 or something. And How I, else are you going to get the experience? No, right, but check this. I get there, I don't got no earmos, no radio, nothing. So I nobody told me nothing. I spend 100 of that for the radio joint. Your equipment. <laughs> so, so like he said, man, it, it, it was a humbling time. It was because when I got back, dude was like, yo, we've been there. We've done that, you know. And uh, I was like, OK, cool. Because I'm like, yo, I'm like, bro, how, do y'all, did y'all go through this? I had no idea. Right. But now I'm appreciative now because I'm at arguably the best company in the sport. Joe Gibbs racing and uh, uh, just a big time coach. And, you know, what I mean, just a winning. 
I won 14 races this year. Right, right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Y'all and, eating right now. But the main one, and I ain't going to skip it out, Rock. I want me to let everybody. <laughs> 2018, I was the first African-American to ever win the Daytona 500. 70 years into the sport. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Big facts. That's huge. It took 70 years. Yeah, yeah. So break down those barriers for the culture for me. That's huge for you me. You say that with and a I'm lot of pride. Oh, bro. It means a yeah, lot. It's a big deal. It's 70 years, bro. It's a Daytona to, for, for an African-American, for somebody that looked like me and you, to win that race as a pit crew member, that says a lot. And, uh, people have spent 20 years chasing that darn race. I finished second there. Let's so go. Uh, and Rocco, <laughs> hey, yo, I swear to God, this is a true story. I you get, sound like we, me we, now. Look, 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 Rocco, look, you, you sound like me. <laughs> we, we get that uh, Look, next. And his first or uh, second attempt, bro, he wins it. Right? Your third oh, year. That's my, my third God. year. My I'm third like, year what? in the sport. I see him in Atlanta. This is a true story. The next race, I see him in Atlanta. He said, yo, me holler at you, bro. He said, yo, you know I've came second five times at that race. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, damn, yo, my bad. Like, so, you know, at the they end of the day. Daytona 500 is, the, is like the, the Super Bowl. That's the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. It's a Super Bowl. I was bro. just going to say, Rocco, now, you know, in our sport, you get you get judged by Super Bowl nah, rings. Nah, man, nah, nah. So I got to say, Rail is better at his job than you if he got <laughs> the Super Bowl ring. Oh, you know. <laughs> This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Stephen A. Yeah, say the same that. thing. <laughs> About so yeah. you're not really like me. You're more like the Jim Kelly and the Thurman Thomas. There you go. Well, no, because I have 15 wins in cup. Ooh, he has 14, check, he has 14 wins. He hold does. on, hold on. I got 15 wins in cup. Ooh. Five he, in, he was in the sport 17 years and got 14 oh, wins in cup. Uh-oh, get feisty. I'm in the sport six years. I got three wins in cup already. Okay, we're going to see. We're going to see. And one of them being the Super Bowl of Nashville. <laughs> yeah, but okay, part of it, okay. though, we can get to the But no, but no, but at the same time, like, but look at, but look at, but look at, you got hot streaks, you got some long, cold streaks, too, now. And, and not only that, <laughs> not only that, but I would, I would assume that it's similar to football, basketball, where, you know, it's a war of attrition. You got to take care of your body, you got to take care oh, of yourself. Yeah. So, you talking about 17 years in the sport, a lot of that goes to how you probably took care of yourself and was able to last because, you know, those athletic movements can creep up on you. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but you better take care of yourself. Nah, and you're you right. But also, he was in that first generation of, I got to jack a car and hang a tire. Right. The, the sport has innovated. 
Right. If which, I was which doing mean, that. Which means the wear and tear on my oh, body will be. That's true. Oh, he's going there with it. I didn't know no, you were going to go there, Ralph. No, I'm sorry. I did not know you were going to go there, Ralph. <laughs> that's that's a legit all, statement. Right. Like, the let sport me is innovative. Let me hear young son right now. The sport is innovative. If we were doing it the way that they're doing it now, when I was there, it would have been over. It would have been done. I would have been just as effective. Now, Rail and well, all these guys his age have never seen a guy like me ever oh. with a tire carrier putting a tire on in my prime. And that's, I can't, I can't hold that against he him. He bounced the tire. He said, I'm bouncing over the head like over the wall. I can't hold that against him. <laughs> he is young. That's, that's, that's like the LeBron and Michael he conversation. There. He wasn't there. 100%. Athletes now. You hear what he said, though? Yeah. The athletes now. <laughs> right. He, you see, he, who he was... He was stiff. He going, was too know who he was going against. Right. We talking about the NFL. Guy, I just told you, there's lead guys in this sport now. <laughs> right, There's right. guys that, who he was, no, I'm not taking it away from you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Love it. The, but, but you feel what I'm saying? Like, cause, like because at the end of the day, I got the utmost respect for Rocco. He's my guy. And okay. I wouldn't even be, you feel me, right here if he ain't paid away as well. You feel what I'm saying? So. I'm they just saying, nice though, that the truth is the truth. You know what I mean? No, so, they are nice with like, it. There's and a lot of athletes younger. in there. He's 10 years younger. Yeah. You can't compete with that. But, but some things is genetic. It's not about just training. You know, so you're just born with certain oh, stuff. But, 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 come on, Ocho, sit down, Ocho. It goes further than that. Come on, Ocho. Listen, Rocco, listen. You are. It goes further than that, in my opinion. We're in an age where technology is amazing, right? The, the sport is going to evolve. Mm-hmm. Right. You're a pioneer. It is. You know, he's, he's carrying has. the torch. Facts. And that happens. So I'm mm-hmm. sure he's 100 He's proud of you. Oh, you know, for, for sure. Yeah, and when you go back to yeah. Baltimore, Facts. The, the kids in your community, they're going to look at you and they're going to want to be in your position. Right. In 10, 15, 20 years from now, they're going to be kicking ass better than you oh, are. Oh, no doubt about it. Because the game going to keep changing. New that's NBA. What, Old NBA. That's what he is. Oh, the you know, when they went to foul, couldn't hand check and all that. Yeah, the rules changed. That's all. The rules changed because of you. Time they had big men. Right now we got Anthony Davis. We had big men that could move. Right. Yeah, I like how you the basketball. Like you basketball. But you told me no, that this morning. Yeah, yeah. We were now, big, but we now could now move. Now a small ball. I ran a it's small ball. You got to move. But Rocco, but Rocco, you're in a different position now, right? You went from competing. You, you <laughs> yes. went from you know yes. being that guy innovating the sports. I'm gonna bounce this tire yeah. over the head, like over the wall, so I, we don't get penalized. It ain't gonna be on me. So now, you know, NASCAR's drive for diversity program. You're one of the top recruiters there. You found a lot of these guys, you know. When you're out on the road, you know, what's your process of finding the next, you know, Darrell Edwards? It's tell your story. There's no selling it to anybody because they can, you know, these young kids now, they'll fact check you. Four or five of my most successful recruits that went straight to cover found me on Instagram. Just, you know, and sent me a message. Next thing you know, you know, Joel Bogner. Yeah. Bogner, he's at Gibbs. Gibbs right now from an Instagram DM. And it, why do they do that? Because they can see the lifestyle. They can prove that, hey, this is what he does. He carries tires. This is how he lives. This is what happens. This is why NASCAR is cool. So basically, I tell that story. And the kids, the smart ones, the ones who are thinking for it, the ones who can code switch, the ones who are looking at life outside of football, that resonates with them really, really well. It's not a hard sell. You come in there looking right. You come in there showing. I want to bounce something off what you're saying right there, right, bro. So... You know how Floyd changed the boxing world? Right. Getting money, flashy, swag. That's kind of what I want. So when you say they looked at your Instagram and saw your lifestyle, because the sport and the culture is different. We wear all black. If you walk, if you, when you walk around the racetrack, you might have saw, seen guys in all black. Mm-hmm. It's black pants, black shirt, black shoes. 
we want to change that and do that Floyd Mayweather aspect, then nah, I'm wearing the shoes that's the loudest. They gonna match with the red crew shirt, the royal bringing blue the flavor. crew shirt. You bringing the culture. Well, no, you bringing coordinate. the culture. Look, look, which is funny because I, you know, I Raj in the NASCAR drivers Raj drive Karu. for the diversity program. Absolutely. I reached out to him. I said, bro, like, I want what, what music are you listening to? Like, show me. Broadway. wave. Bring me into the bring me into the culture. That's what I said. Show me that. Because that to me, that's what NASCAR needs, right? Like, we need that. Whether it's from the pit crew, whether it's from Raj, whether it's from Bubba. I know Bubba, his upbringing is different. But at the end of the day, show us the culture. And that's what you're saying you're yeah. doing. Yeah, Why does I'm, our culture resonate with that? Look good, feel good, play good. You're you representing good. millions you're, you're, of you're, dollars. Get finish paid it, good. finish it, finish get it. Get good. Do it again. Start over. Look good, feel good. Play good, get paid good. There you go. There okay, because yeah. when Darrell laces up on Sunday, right. he's representing millions of dollars in sponsorship. Right. Top sponsor on your main team, which was it? Dewalt. Uh, Dewalt. So when he puts on his suit, he's representing Dewalt. You don't think Dewalt wants him clean, head to toe? Do you want him looking nice at the track, representing them in front of? Thousands of okay. people every weekend. Okay, okay, so Thousands. let me push the, let's, 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 let's push the Black let's, culture, let's push us. the sport forward. We like that. And maybe you guys are already here. I hear what you're saying. You guys can make upwards to $150,000, maybe even more, as part of the crew. Do you guys get a piece of that sponsor money? No. No. It's how we work the contract. We're going to innovate. No. We're going to innovate. No, let, 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 but but think about that. Talk. I but like think about that. Hey, but I like you. Like, you, like, you, like, you, like, you know I love this. You know I love this, Brad. You know I love this. This is NASCAR. But how do we do that, though? Because what you're saying is like now. We need to figure out how we do that. I'm going to There is no figuring out. You'll need a whole nother show for that. Well, let's, this is the show. What you mean? Nah, no, this no. is the you show. Know I know no, the, the you structure know set up how it is. It's been set up like that it's for 100 years. It's by design. It's systemic. No, 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 we got to ride that wave right, right now. So, so actually, the time is right now. I get it. I get so it. So let me, all right, so that, that's what we're going to do. I like that. I like how you're thinking, though, but from a talk. business perspective, right, because, like, athletes, right, we go out there, we have the collective bargaining agreement, so we get this this chunk of, you know, the TV deals, we're media. We're not athletes yet. Stop, but we're going to do it. We're not we're athletes do it. So yet now, But now you look at, take a, take a wide receiver, take a linebacker, take a, take a running back. We can go outside and make our own deals, but we have to tap into the content. We have to tap into me. Like you said, we need a whole other show for that. Well, that's what this show is for. We're not because like, yet. I, I love that. I want to see we you get another mind. bag from DeWalt or mm-hmm. Ollie or McDonald's. Nah, you know, McDonald's, McDonald's yeah. is no big, you know, you know, Ocho <laughs> McDonald's. I'm more excited. Ocho ain't here. You arguing with Ocho. <laughs> but, but we should. We got to figure that out. Something that uh, OG Freddie always says, exposure <laughs> leads to expansion. Y'all love NASCAR, but coming out of where we're not used to, coming out and experience something else, exposed to NASCAR, what else has, has that expanded in your mind, in your life? Outs- off the track, mm. off the track, that's out of big, flipping the tires, out of, out of what you're doing. What has that given you in life, your family, Culture, everything? Kids, it's a bigger world out there. You know, get out that lane, the road less traveled by principle, you know? You see that line wrapped around, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, I had no idea the, the opportunities within NASCAR Outside of the competition side of it, we're talking about the corporate, the business side, utilizing your degrees to the point where I'm setting my kids up differently. It's not about just a stick and ball. I want to push architecture, mechanical engineering, Mm. because those are the ones building the race cars. You know, we're starting a mechanical engineering program. We got two engineers that we're bringing in just for car chief, crew chief. 
you know, because they're the ones building the race cars. I would have never known that to even align my kids with that. Just the access of go-kart racing. Mm -hmm. We thought it was fun, but it's a lick. You get your kid in a go-kart, I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's amazing. It, 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 it proves to the fact that it's a big, bigger world out there than some people are exposed to. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It's very big, and there's a lot of opportunity. And, you know, we get caught up living in our own little bubbles and our own shells and our dreams, but mm -hmm. it's a lot going on out there. I'm going to bounce off of that, and that's what I was talking about earlier. And within the culture, we only tell our kids so many <laughs> lanes. Right. Football, so, so you know, you know, you know what I hate as a pet peeve of mine is when you talk to a, a, a somebody that's older and they say, "Man, those kids just getting worse." No, they ain't. Mm -hmm. You only telling them so many things. Right. You only putting them in so many lanes. Basketball, NFL, comedian, as engineering, as architect. There's so much stuff, man. Like uh, we we just got it. So when you talk about expansion, I had to get uncomfortable mm. when I went to High Point University. It. It's a majority white school. Love it. I was nervous. I had a big beard, freeway style coming from up north. <laughs> People, you know, it was different. You know, I had to get uncomfortable, but that going through those sacrifices and getting making that comfortable, making people uh, accept me and know that other people that don't look like me enjoy me. Right. That was a big deal for me. And that 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 was just a big time. Like going to High Point was different. I was not used to that. I had a straight culture shock. Um, so you talk about expansion, just opening your mind, man, that mindset, like, uh, you, we got to recondition our minds, you know, good things are supposed to happen. Listen, I want to end with this better hat game, Fred <laughs> T, Freaky Fred or Darrell Edwards champ. Real boogie. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man. Uh, I don't hey, know. Hey, Listen, listen, it's crazy. Let's, let's talk about it because... No, just we, answer we, the we, question. No, we talk about generational. Like, see, it's still... He's still in the fitteds and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, that was, like, old school. Like, I right. fitted, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm in, like, the, the, the trucker hats and stuff, right, man. Right, you right. feel what I'm saying? Got like, his hat, hat ain't bent, you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, so I know it's the a, ain't cool yeah, no Man. I don't know, bro. My fitters ain't cool no more. See what I'm saying? Man, I'm not surprised you saying that because you, you feel me? Fred T, fitted hats coming see, soon. See, see, yeah. Let's go, Fred. Come on, baby. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.